Is that better? Oh, that's miles better. Good, 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 good. <clears throat> Why are you so f***ing late anyway? I've been here for about an hour. No, you haven't. You just told me when I rang you before, you were walking upstairs to the studio. You said midday. Now, you know how I get about this. Midday, right? Midday is when we do the f***ing podcast thing. If you were able to make some money out of this, then that would be fine. But it seems to me everybody else I meet makes money out of this, and I don't. I'm never going to be able to retire to the south of France at this rate. Every celebrity should do a little bit of charitable work. I do charitable work. This is not supposed to be it. Okay. Hang on, I've just got to move my jewellery. <clears throat> oh, gosh. Oh, God. There we are. See, you don't need money, really, do you, with the gold bracelets like that? Oh, damn. It's just one of my favourite scarves, and it's all gone a bit bobbly. Why do scarves go bobbly? Have you got one of them uh, de-bobble tools? Well, it's because it's, it's wool and I have a beard. That's probably what it is, isn't it? Yeah, but I, I can send you one of those tools. They spin round and get rid of all the bobbles. Well, does it make holes in it? No. Are you sure? Yeah, it's got a special guard on it that stops it digging into the actual fabric. It just lifts the bubbles out. Really? Yeah. Yeah, but it's going to... I mean, the bubbles... It's, it's, it's a really nice kind of wool cashmere scarf somebody gave me. Yeah. And it's all gets a bit bubbly, you know, and, and sort of It whatever. will make it like new. All right, well, send me one. Okay, we'll do. I'll make a note. Yeah. D-bob. Yeah. Funny how you've, you can always send me these things when I start talking about money. Have you noticed that? Got to keep you sweet. Got to keep you sweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I heard the other day that uh, this program going out on several platforms uh, gets a certain amount of uh, revenue from advertising that these other companies put on the end of this podcast. Um, um, yeah. yeah. Okay, I, well, maybe we'll talk about that after we've done this. I'm not sure who gets it. No, nor am I. I'm looking for a, I'm looking for a big sponsor. And I'll just send the invoice in every week and pretend I'm not really getting any money. Is that tax evasion? No. Oh. Obviously, it will be revealed to the accountant. Right. Just not to you. Okay. Hmm. Good. Anyway, let's not talk about that. Right. I've no idea what I'm going to do today. Uh, because well, we don't have to be balanced, do we, today? But I have apparently I have to be balanced even on this because of my regular radio show on talk radio. So um, when you say balanced, we're not allowed to talk about anything then, really? Well, no, probably not. That's probably the best thing to do. Although having said that, just watch Nigel Farage give, uh, give his speech uh, to launch the Brexit Party's uh, push for the general election on the 12th of December. Mind you, what we should tell people is, I don't care. Well, I do, but I'm not allowed to say I don't care who you vote for, just as long as you vote, because the idea of another hung parliament with an, uh, a turnout of maybe 40, 30 or 40%, less than half the population of this nation, is just ridiculous. And the one thing I agree with Nigel about is that our political system needs a complete and utter overhaul. And whether it's a form of proportional representation or not, I don't know. But it needs to be discussed across the country because I think the first past the post 
actually does not do us any favours. Because it means whoever gets to be in charge of the country for the next few years probably does it under a minority of people's wishes. If you understand what I'm trying to say. I do, I do. Don't. Yeah, no, I do, I do. Yeah, right, okay, so we might talk about that. And uh, and then Jeremy, I got so f***ing angry listening to Corbyn um, and slagging off my boss um, and slagging off uh, every... I mean, I, I'm, I'm surprised that uh, Mike Ashley, who we had a go at, and then said, and he's running Newcastle United into the ground. Well, they're doing quite well, actually. Uh, so he got that wrong as well. Isn't Corbyn an Arsenal supporter? Well, I don't know about football because I can't stand the game or people watching it. And it just, it annoys me intently how some people are so sort of fixated on f***ing sport and watching it. Apparently there's a World Cup going on at the moment I, I wasn't aware of. Is there? Yeah. In what? I've no idea, but apparently people keep saying, you watching the match on Saturday? It's probably darts. I don't know. There's some sort of World Cup on, and apparently we're in the final. Could be the um, women's fighting. Well, maybe it's that game that the Native Americans, uh, formerly Red Indians, used to do called lacrosse. Is that the one that the girls do in secondary school? I don't know. It's where you run around with a net. And you, you pick up a ball and throw it. That was uh, apparently a game that was, um, I might be wrong, that was a game uh, that was taken from the Native Americans. They used to play. I don't think they used a ball. I think they used somebody's head. That makes more sense. Yeah. 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 But anyway. Um, good. Okay. So uh, we'll talk a bit about that. Uh, what else we'll talk about? Everybody's forgotten about climate change. It's funny. I knew they would. Oh, yeah, that's, that seems to have died a death. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, although, funnily enough, I bumped into a lady, formerly, uh, I think, um, I think she was married to one of the Crays. Um, anyway, she's making, um, she's making clothing out of recycled plastic bottles. I thought you were going to say bodies then. No, no, no. Which is quite interesting. I'll find out more about it and, uh, and, and do an interview, I think. Why not? I was, I'm, I'm feeling slightly worse for wear today, though. Why? Well, last night I got uh, my, my old friend Theopathetus, you know, formerly uh, a dragon in Dragon's Den, who was back um, temporarily. Did he take you down the pub? Yeah. Well, we went to a little tapas bar after the show last night. I wish they renamed that. Why? Well, a, a tapas bar. It's not the no, sort tapas. of thing. It's Spanish food, but little bits of it, and you can have lots of little things. Oh, the lots of little dishes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like that. It's nice. And so we went there, but, ah, oh, dear me. Four bottles of wine later. Yeah. A cab home cost me an absolute fortune. Yeah, but did Theo pay? No, I paid. Oh. He paid for the wine. Well, what, what are you complaining about, I then? think. In fact, I must actually ring him because I don't really remember. Well, just ring him and say thank you for all the wine. And when yeah. he says, well, yeah. you paid, then you can say, well, it's on you next time. Then, <clears throat> Yeah, that's a good idea. But anyway, so I, uh, so that was interesting catch-up. I haven't seen him for a while. And uh, he is very angry. Very, he, was, he was due to go on Newsnight and debate what Corbyn had said about wealthy people. I mean, people who know about Theo know that he, 
you know, came to this country with his parents at the age of six and uh, lived, you know, in in pretty meagre surroundings. And mum and dad separated and uh, brought up by his mum, living in one room. And um, and by lucky chance, he ended up as a salesman selling Swiss watches and um, bumped into some people buying watches in the city. And uh, it's an it. You should read his book. It's it's quite interesting. But there we are, from very humble beginnings. In fact, in 1990, he lost everything. Oh, yeah, 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 he did. Including his house. Don't we have an interview with him on one of our podcasts? We did. We uh, That's a long, long time ago. Yeah, no, I know. Um, I mean, I've known him for years. Uh, but anyway, so uh, he was furious about what Corbyn said. Because, you know, people like Theo, who are successful, who pay their taxes in this country, don't try to avoid anything employ something uh, around about 5,000 people who all pay tax too. Uh, and then they're looked down upon and vilified uh, by socialists. What is wrong with some people? I mean, jealousy is a really, really nasty disease. I'm going to say something now that it's just a thought that uh, people might not agree with. but um, And maybe I'm going to pick a company that's probably not the best example because you keep hearing about the way they treat the staff in the news. But you've got a big company like Amazon that everyone comp- complains that they don't pay enough taxes. <clears throat> but aside from the fact that they probably don't pay enough taxes, they m- employ thousands of people and therefore employ thousands of mm. delivery drivers mm. or courier companies. Which is annoying. Which is annoying, I suppose. But that in itself must generate humongous amounts of tax. Um, I don't know that they earn that much, but I think there are two things that Theo said, uh, which I agree with. First of all, he said, you know, business taxes are ridiculous on all small businesses. They are, in many cases, more than the rental on your business property. I'm okay with that because, believe it or not, in Wales, we have uh, zero-rated business tax. Why? Because we have a thing called rural rate relief, which gives you up to 100% off, depending on the size of your building. So if you've got a little um, news agents, you won't be paying any uh, business tax. And if you've got a little computer shop like mine, you don't pay any. So yeah, we do quite well in Wales for uh, business tax. Oh, for goodness tax. sake, that, that's got to stop. Um, and, um, uh, and, and one of the things that really galls Theo and, and other businesses, all these new online businesses. And for argument's sake, say you and think about you know everybody's talking about climate change and everything getting all upset, and and all these people shop online and use companies like Amazon and various others. Uh, and you know, I I I know somebody who's rung up. Oh, I haven't got any hair gel or toothpaste. Oh, I'm just going to go online. I'll get it. They'll deliver it tomorrow. I mean, how ridiculously wasteful is that? That is true. That is always very expensive way of buying your uh, shower gel and stuff, though. Yeah, but people do it. People buy and do all their shopping online. Fine. But all these huge warehouses are not subject to the same kind of business taxes that if you had a business premise, it would be. I think what needs to happen is they need to level the playing field and have like a 2% online sales tax. And that would start levelling things out a little bit. Because if we lose every village and every high street in this country, um, we will lose the communities that are surrounded. And by the way, stop charging for f***ing parking everywhere. 
Otherwise, we all go to the shopping mall where you can park for nothing. You want to get people going and using their little local independent shops again. Stop charging flipping parking. It's a ridiculous thing. Anyway, so those are a couple of things that uh, we talked about on the show last night. And he got very angry. And because the, the thing is that Labour, I mean, there are a couple of very good Labour MPs will come and talk, but the majority on the front bench are all very sort of, I don't know, uh, staunch Corbynistas or whatever you want to. Sounds like sort of um, uh, sounds 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 like a, a Eastern European uh, hit squad, doesn't it? I'm a Corbynista or South American, maybe South American. Uh, but they they refuse to be interviewed by anybody, and then if you ask them a question. Um, in front of their uh, their their adoring fans, they will boo and start getting really quite looking at you aggressively. So I've thrown down the gauntlet on my talk radio show uh, and said to Corbyn, "Look, you know, you go on about fake news, the media, the media run by um, tycoons. Now I work for Talk Radio; it's owned by Murdoch. Um, I have never been told by anybody that I have to uh, take a particular line." Uh, I'm not a journalist, by the way. I'm I'm a, a broadcaster. I suppose the nearest thing, as far as journalists is concerned, I suppose you could consider me to be a columnist. Yeah, with a nightly column on the air, uh, and so and that's what a podcast is in a way, isn't it? Y- yes, it's it's a very well, long column. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I've I've said to them, come on, come on, talk to me, and they they won't. They don't even respond. They're so fucking rude. They don't even respond. And who's the, the the shadow chancellor, John uh, Macdonald, I think. And you know, he 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 hardly ever does an interview, and he's all smiles and charming. And well, we're going to stop all this fake news. The media barons, we're not going to let them. You know, I'm telling you, they live in cloud cuckoo land. There is no fake news being put about by uh, the the so called extremely right wing media. And if you want to come and be interviewed on talk radio on my show, Jeremy Corbyn, or any of the rest of you, come on. You know, what worries me as well is that the Conservatives are sort of beginning to take a leaf out of the book and decide, uh, and bear in mind, Boris Johnson filled in for me on my my show once about eight, nine years ago while I was off. And we must find that tape. Anyway, well, it won't be a tape, will it? Uh, it could be. No, showing my age. Um, it's, you know, press officers, political press officers are a pain in the f***ing neck because they try to protect whatever, whether it's Conservative or Labour or I'm not sure if the Lib Dems can afford them. Yes, they can. I'm only joking. Uh, the press officers are just a pain in the neck. You think they were the ones who were standing for election and they try to decide who is uh, is going to be uh, interviewed. And also, they want you to give a, a, a list of questions before they agree to the interview. I'm not prepared to do it. I'm not prepared to do it. Because I have no idea what I'm going to talk to you about until you're sat opposite me, and we are in discussion. It's just a mask, isn't it? Because they talk yeah. bollocks. Yeah. They do talk bollocks. And, and on most sides, most individual MPs are not very well-versed on all kinds of stuff. We had Tom Brake on the show the other night, the Liberal Democrat Brexit spokesman, when Theo was in the studio. Theo was asking all sorts of questions about business and the effect on Brexit, and it was clearly obvious that he didn't really know, Tom Brake, um, the answers. But, he, you know, 
like all politicians, he kind of uh, tries to take you off uh, what you're asking by starting on huge, long answers that have nothing to do with the question you ask because they actually are really not sure. And so I think everyone, every single person in the country, nobody should say, oh, I don't vote, it's got nothing to do with it, it doesn't make any difference if I vote or not. It does. And we ought to have compulsory voting in this country. If we had compulsory voting in this country, things would be a lot better. We would have more democracy. But we do need to sort out the way we do voting. And we also need to sort out um, how uh, how we uh, how we do it, whether we do it as some kind of proportional representation or not, because I think at the moment we are always going to have a minority in charge of the majority, and that's not on. I've got an idea. Well, it's just uh, things just ping into my head when you talk. Um, yeah. You know this compulsory voting idea. I- I've got an idea that might help that. What go if, on. like you know, when you go down to vote, uh, so register your name to vote in your local council. You actually tick a box that say, I'm a Lib Dem. So don't bother asking me to vote. Just assume that I'm a Lib Dem until I change my mind. If I want to change my mind, I'll come down and change it to uh, uh, the Greens if I want to. See, I'm trying to be balanced. See, I'm using the parties that no one's interested in. Right? So that then will give you a map of Britain years in advance before they have a general election of where people are tending to go in their voting. And if you don't turn up to vote on the day, they grab the information from that form and say, well, that's one Labour, that's one Green, and that's one Conservative. <laughs> so therefore, you don't actually have to attend on voting day. Oh, I see. You've already decided. But supposing you changed your mind after having... And this is the, the problem. There are some people who just vote the same way, whatever happens. And that isn't very clever and not very... I mean, you might decide to vote the same way, but I think people actually need... Uh, to think a little more about it. But if you change your mind, you turn up on the day and vote. Yeah, okay. I see what you mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a, maybe a way of doing it. But I think we need to have more proportional representation so that you vote for the person you most want to. But then uh, you vote for the person who, if you don't, that person doesn't win, who would you next like to uh, see? And you have to think about it a bit more. Well, I'm going to have a think about my plan a bit more and I'm going to submit it. I think that's a very good idea because you don't think about it very much, do you? Well, this will fill in my time for a few hours. Yeah, good. Do you know the weather is so bloody awful today? It's piddling with rain. It's warmer than it has been, but it's pissing down. It's a bit sunny here. Oh, shut up. It's never sunny in Wales. We get quite a lot of sun. In North Wales? Yeah. Oh, I tell you what I wanted to talk about. Talk about North Wales. You're near Liverpool. Um, this this whole thing of this, uh, I can't stand. Should we start? Hang on, let's before I do. Should we start the podcast? Oh yeah, we haven't started, have we? No, start the podcast. Play the jingle, and then I'll tell you. Okay. Uh, so, welcome to the James Well Radio Podcast, brought to you by Dead Air Podcasts, and available here on this platform, wherever you're listening to it, and if you're uh, not sure, then uh, we haven't got an app to download, have we? We have, but I haven't given it to people to use. Well, that's very useful. Uh, James Well 
radio.co.uk. That's the website. You can find out all the details there. Uh, the little voice you occasionally hear squeaking in the background is Rob, who produces this, puts it together, and uh, makes it sound semi-professional, which is a very good thing. Yeah. Good. Anyway, um, Halloween the other night. Now, we were talking... Just before we came on air here, uh, we were talking about something that made me think about Liverpool. And I don't know if you've seen this story about these kids who've been going around trashing people's houses. They've, they've caused £77,000 worth of damage in an old people's home. And this is some kind of thing that's come over from America where youngsters go out and trash stuff, you know, trash people's cars and trash their houses. And I think it's all very funny because it's Halloween or something. Have you heard about this? I, yes, in the background. I haven't seen the yeah. full story, but I, I know I know something has happened. And they've caught some of these uh, scumbags on, on CCTV. I, I mean, why can't something be done about this? Well, it's easy. You uh, When you catch them, you go around the house with a baseball bat and line up their family and smash everything in front of them and say, right, don't do it again. Yeah, but you're not allowed to. Oh, shame. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, we don't have enough police until we get somebody who's going to uh, put 20 you know, 20,000, 30,000, 40,000 police officers back. Uh, and that's a problem because I, I, I have to be absolutely honest with you. For somebody, I'm on the air most nights. So whether people come calling at my house to trick or treat, I don't know. But one year, many years ago, some oiks came along and they'd thrown some eggs at the front door and then knocked on the door and said, if you think this is, see what we're going to do uh, afterwards. And I had some of my very, very old... Uh, friends who uh, had this is how long ago it was who uh, were in the forces had just come back from the Falklands War had finished we were having a, a bit of a uh, ado uh, and these guys are super huge and um, these little likes at the door throwing eggs at the door and they'd been doing it down the street and standing there smugly thinking they were quite hard so four of these guys uh, were, had been paratroopers they were quite big. They went outside and they just had a little word with these guys who were very sheepish at the end and dragged themselves away. Dragged themselves away? I mean, walked away. Well, okay. I'm sorry, I don't know why I said that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you know, there is no discipline and it has to be instilled. And people say, you know, uh, we're going to ban smacking. Maybe corporal punishment, you know, for teenagers of that sort of age... Maybe what they what we need is to bring back the birch. I mean, people say, well, that's really terrible. That's appalling. That's barbaric. Yeah, well, so is throwing things at people's homes. So is disturbing people's private time. So is being aggressive and nasty. And if that is how some people want to act, then maybe they have to actually face the consequences, which are going to be fairly nasty as well. Because I think we have got to a situation where half our society's a bunch of snowflakes go, oh, oh, you've offended me, you've called me a name, and I'm going to go to my HR and complain. Oh, f*** off. And the others are going around trashing your cars, being as objectionable as they can, and then saying, oh, we came from a broken home, it's not our fault. Well, it's somebody's fault. You know, we're, we're, everybody's going, oh, well, we've, you've got such a, a, a rift between people who have and people who have not. I think there's an enormous amount of people making that an excuse for why they behave so badly. Poverty used to be you haven't got enough money for food. And don't let's talk about food banks and stuff like that for the moment. Let's talk about the fact that people who uh, feel that they might be in poverty are people who perhaps don't have a dishwasher. 
I'm being oversimplistic, but, and I know there are people sleeping on the street and I know there are lots of people who find it very difficult and we must help. I'm, I'm not saying we shouldn't. We must help those people. A lot of those people have mental health issues. A lot of those people are not being looked after by agencies which used to be in existence which aren't anymore and then there are people who are are just uh, uh you know using the, the way things are to make money i you know somebody said to me the other day there's a there's a guy there we're walking across waterloo bridge i think it was there was a guy there sitting on the pavement uh with a little card and uh, and uh one of these sort of um, coffee cups, you know, you get in a coffee place and, and for money, and uh, you know, waiting for people to put money in it. And he looked, could have mental health issues, I've no idea, but he looked reasonably fit. Um, and he's on his phone, and some guy said, that's, that's the top-of-the-range iPhone. And he's sitting down begging, but he's on his iPhone. That's because in some places they make hundreds of pounds a day in their career beggars. They're not actually real homeless people. Well, how can that be? How can that be legal? And there are more and more and more of them sitting on the streets. A lot of them have got their phones. And then, of course, there are the the people who obviously can't cope with life, and that is a completely different thing. So I don't, I'm 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 just you know. If we don't sort out society, and, and some of the sorting out is going to have to be bringing back a certain amount of discipline, and all the people who complain, you know, like if you talk to somebody now uh, in a fairly, if I was to say to uh, you, for instance, and we work in a big company, right, you do that again, that was f***ing annoying, uh, and to be quite fair, Rob, you're useless at this job, and if you don't improve, I'm getting rid of you. Now, if I said that to you in a big company, you would probably go to HR and they would have an investigation and I might be suspended or sacked. You, as a f***ing useless piece of shit, you would probably have a job for life. I probably agree with you, though, with most of what you said. Yeah, but how can this be? How can this be? You know, it says, interestingly enough, uh, uh, the BBC are like that. If you, if you were to, if I was to talk to a producer or... And, and say, come on, you're not really doing the job properly. Can you not do that again? And don't, you know, I've done this job a long time and I think I know more or less what I'm doing. And if I'm, when I'm working, I want everybody to be on the same page. And people might think my shows sound like they're just thrown together uh, and that's the whole idea. And if I ever look up, it doesn't happen with my talk radio team, I can assure you, but... In the past, it's happened, particularly when I've done jobs for the BBC. I look up and I see the people in the control room all sitting around chatting to each other and not paying attention to the programme. When there's a chance, I'll go out and I will be very, very angry. In fact, I've said to some, just go. I don't need you on the show. I need my engineer. And I would like a producer who's listening. The rest of you, what are you doing here? Oh, I do this, I do. Not now. Bugger off. And then you get the boss coming, James, you can't talk to them like that. I don't need, they're not necessary. Yeah, yeah, but, 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 but that's not how we do it now. And you know, you can't, because you might hurt their feelings and they might have to take time off. We have become an absolutely fucked up society, haven't we? Yes. 
Am I wrong about this? I might be wrong, I don't know. But no. it seems to me that now, if you've got all the qualifications and you're very nice and you wear nice clothes, then some organisations will employ you, um, whether you're good at the job or not. And when you prove to be pretty useless, they don't want to get rid of you. And particularly if you uh, tick some of their boxes for employment, um, you, you know, they're there. And uh, if you shout at them, that's no good. And if you say they're useless, oh, well, I'm sure I'm sure they might seem useless to you, but maybe they're not. And maybe you should think again. And maybe, you know, what is going on? Well, who else would employ them? That isn't the point. And let's bring me on to my other favourite at the moment, because all the politicians are going on about it. I put out some tweets about the NHS. Are we going to do that? We're not saying, you know, I don't, I find Trump a buffoon. He's quite interesting and entertaining to begin with. And I thought it really was quite funny the way he upset what are so-called professional politicians, which I don't think being a politician should be a career or a profession. I think it's something you do because you actually feel you want to give something to society. And maybe maybe you should only be an elected representative for maybe two, two uh, terms if you're lucky enough to get in. Maybe after that you, you go back and do whatever you were doing. But I'm, I'm absolutely sick of the way things like our health service and our education service are used as political footballs. You know, there is absolutely no chance we are going to sell the NHS to the Americans. So, you know, Jeremy Corbyn button it for a while. And also, uh, the Conservatives stop going around hospitals. In fact, both sides, all of them, going around hospitals trying to pretend you know what you're talking about because none of you do. The NHS is unfortunately not the greatest health service in the world. It is now not at the top of the charts as far as cancer survival is concerned. And I'm not going to go back about when Melinda was in hospital and all of that. Again, I did it at the time. But things have not improved. And here's another thing as well. People go on about, you know, you've got to lose weight and everything else. There are an enormous amount of very overweight people working in the health service. Why? Just a thought. Just a thought. Secondly, if we give the NHS, and there are great doctors and great nurses working in the NHS, and they need to be supported, but the organisation of the NHS is shit. It's too big, it's unwieldy, and there are a lot of people in positions of authority who just keep keen on keeping their jobs, all right? Not interested in the clinical ability of a lot of... that. It, it is too big... And it needs to be sorted out. Giving more money now will be wasted. There are parts of the NHS who have huge amounts of money in their coffers, which they've been given, and they haven't spent because they're not really sure how to do it. From my point of view, as somebody who started a charity for people with kidney cancer, drug companies can be very, very beneficial. And quite often, will do a deal. Or quite often, if you need something, they are very accommodating. The NHS's procurement systems are apps from what i have seen useless you know and the way they do their staffing you know there's less staff on at night people tend to be much iller at night when my wife was very ill phoning an ambulance i got put on hold and recorded messages the whole system is run badly but will you hear a politician say that no because they're frightened the other side are going to come back so they just want to privatize it well privatizing it 
the one thing about our health services it should be free at the point of need but the question is who needs it and if your need is that you got pissed on a saturday night and go to a and e well maybe you uh, shouldn't have it free because you could afford to get pissed couldn't you and there are various other things as well if people have a certain amount of money and they wish to spend it on private health insurance i think they should i think they should and that would uh, you know uh, free up more of the national health service listen i'm not a politician i'm not here to i'm just saying the bigger the organization bbc nhs the, the more it becomes objective environment for those people who are in there to try and protect everybody else and quite often there's this feeling of attrition that everybody's against them and once these companies or organizations get to be the size they are then they are very difficult to control the bbc needs to be cut back there's no way we should be having a broadcasting organization gets all this money for not doing anything and don't don't people say oh they do marvelous show well so do netflix so do independent companies do some really good things now. The BBC should have one TV channel, one radio channel nationally, all the local radio stations because they can do the news that uh, local commercial radio stations don't have the time or the money for. They should be like the local papers, which we have lost as well. And, you know, they don't need much else. They don't need to have a commercial arm. How on earth did the BBC suddenly get so commercial? And then if you don't pay your licence, because I consider that if I pay a licence, I'm a shareholder. And if they're making a movie and selling it all over the place and getting money in, uh, uh, because I put some money in myself and all of you did, then maybe we should get something back. It's just a ridiculous way to run an organisation, and the sooner it's stopped... And, you know, all the bits and pieces of the BBC can be sold off and that money could be moved over into the health service or something like that. Just takes a bit of thought, a bit of imagination. Who knows how we could improve society? Is that it? You finished? I don't know. I'm just I'm getting really angry. I did see the um, really? that, that other radio station that we don't like to talk about with uh, Farage on it. And uh, he mm. had a phone call from Trump, didn't he, live? Mm. And uh, they denied that there would be a possibility of the Americans taking in over the NHS. So I wish Corbyn would just stop going on about this privatisation yeah. thing. Yeah, but there, I mean, there is no, no and never has been any chance of anybody privatising um, the, the National Health Service. But the National Health Service has got to be reorganised. It is like a, a monstrosity. It's, it's something else that Theo was talking about on the show uh, the other night. Um the way the, the tax system in this country works, it goes back to the dark ages. They haven't kept up with new technology. You know, there are lots of lots of things falling through the system. And there are loads of loads of people who are using loopholes to avoid paying. And the bigger the corporation, the more money they can avoid. And if you're worried about it, don't slag them off. Change the fucking law. It's not hard, is it, really? No, not at all. And, and you know it just it just beggars belief, and that politicians can go out on all sides, but Corbyn started it and just tell lies. Can you imagine if they changed the law and Amazon went well? If that's the case, then we're going to up sticks and we're going to leave. That's that's not going to end. If they did that, then the high street would turn. Yeah, 
And Amazon won't leave. No. Because they make too much money. Mm. You know, Amazon won't leave. And if Amazon, say, say Amazon got up and said, oh, it, we're leaving, then there will be a great gap in the market for some entrepreneur here to start up something like Amazon. Yep. Because if Amazon were to leave, they're going to have to sell everything, aren't they? All the big warehouses and things, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, you get an entrepreneur like Mike Ashley or Theo Pathetas or somebody, and say, well, that's a good little business. I'll buy into that. It's a backdoor for all these Chinese companies, if you think about it. Because if you go on Amazon, a lot of the stock that's on there is from China, <coughs> direct from China. Yeah. So it's uh, there's no other way for those companies to get into the country, really, other than through something mm. like eBay or Amazon. So Amazon ought to start paying. I mean, I don't know if they don't pay, but people say they don't pay, it, pay enough. It, they pay what they're legally expected to pay. So why don't the politicians change the law? And why would you pay more than what you're legally <clears throat> supposed to? <clears throat> well, nobody would. In fact, sometimes if you overpay the revenue, which one year I accidentally did, <clears throat> um, they knock it off you next year or they write you a note saying you've overpaid. Uh, we'll either knock it off next year or would you like us to send you the uh, whatever? Never happens in my case. They just keep the money. Well, you can never be sure now because the, the, the apparently the computer systems and stuff of the Inland Revenue are not working as well as they should. Well, maybe there's a job for me there then. Ah, get in touch. Get in touch. Um, now, listen, we got a, after last week's success of Wales Mail, hang on, put my glasses on, have a look at this. Uh, John Halls has, uh, has written in, if you want to get in touch with the programme, uh, you troll us all you like. I mean, he really is quite... That's another thing, just before we talk about John. You know you know all these MPs leaving? Yeah. Oh, there's a little blue tit just eating berries outside my window I'm looking at at the moment. That's so sweet. Oh. Anyway, um, they're all leaving, and a lot of them are saying, oh, we're leaving because people are hateful to us on social media. Yeah. We shouldn't have been a bloody politician in the first place. What do you expect everybody to be nice to you? I mean, people are, you know, there's some people who are really just ignorant and stupid. Ignore them. You know, the more the more, uh, the more more offence you get, the better your job you're doing, I, I would have thought. I mean, look at Margaret Thatcher. They blew her up and she still carried on. That's true. Yeah, they did blow her up. You know. Oh, somebody's written and told me they, they hate me and... and I'm leaving politics. Well, maybe politics wasn't the right place for you. Right. Um, John Halls uh, sent me this. Uh, hang on. I haven't read it first. Should I read it first? Well, you can do if you like. It just takes time, doesn't it? I mean, be a gap. Uh, five, is this about the NHS? I think it is. Hold on. Five surgeons are discussing who were the best patients to operate on. The first surgeon says, I like to see accountants on my operating table because... When you open them up, everything inside is numbered. The second responds, yeah, but you should try electricians. Everything inside them is colour-coded. The third surgeon says, no, I really think librarians are the best. Everything inside them is in alphabetical order. The fourth surgeon chimes in, you know, I like construction workers. Those guys always understand when you have a few parts left over at the end and when the job takes longer than you said it would. But the fifth surgeon shut them all up when he observed, you're all wrong. 
politicians are the easiest to operate on. There's no guts, no heart, no balls, no brains, and no spine. And there are only two moving parts, the mouth and the arsehole. And they are interchangeable. <coughs> John Halls. Excellent. Very, very good. <laughs> oh, that was good. If you can better that, jameswellradio at gmail.com. <laughs> Not one I think I could say on my radio show, though. You have to change a few words. Yeah. Home is funny, wouldn't it? <laughs> very good. Okay, is it time for tech talk? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I wish I hadn't been out so late last night. Oh. Right, go on then. Uh, the entire drone fleet of uh, US government agency has been uh, grounded, basically. Uh, 800 drones, um, because they're uh, Chinese drones. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a theory that while the drones are flying around with the cameras on, the Chinese are flicking the cameras up and going, we'll have a look. I can't see how yeah. that actually happens, to yeah. be honest, but... Uh, a bit paranoid, the Americans, aren't they? They are. Mm, that's better. China's set to become one of the biggest um, 5G coverage areas because yeah. obviously they have all the technology. So I think they're uh, everywhere in China is going to have 5G way before anyone I else think I'm going to have to upgrade my phone because you know when I broke it and you put a new screen on, yeah, and it still it doesn't work properly. I don't think. Oh, so it's bad workmanship then. No, no. I mean, it's just the you know the the it suddenly logs on and logs off again and oh anyway i don't know oh go on we can we can talk about apple a bit they've uh, <coughs> launched a, yeah. a new operating system called uh, catalina which you haven't got on your mac you haven't even got mojave on your mac but the new operating you told me not to well yeah i'm going to give you a good reason why not to keep upgrading they brought up a new one called catalina and apparently it mm -hmm. um destroys most of your old applications really yeah well, that's ridiculous. Why bring that out? In fact, things just come up on my screen here that says uh, upgrade to uh, Mac OS Mojave. Yeah, don't do that. Get dark mode. What's that? You can you can use the computer in the dark. Oh, f***ing hell. That'd be great. Essentially, what they've done is uh, there used to be uh, two versions of the operating system, a 32-bit and a 64-bit operating system. They've dropped the 32-bit support in the new operating system. Therefore, old applications will not work. So you've got an old copy of Microsoft Office, old copy of Adobe Photoshop, or any old application, it will yeah. just not run on the new Mac OS. It's tough to teach. You have to go out and spend thousands of pounds and buying the new stuff. Which is not worth it. Not really, no. Just or you have it. to. No, just... The old operating systems have worked for a long time. Mm. Oh, okay. All right. And obviously the, the big news is Twitter has banned all political advertising worldwide. Mm. But there's hardly any anyway. No, not compared to things like Facebook. Facebook is the yeah. one, but they're refusing to ban political advertising. Yeah, but, you know, the, the, you need to give people a little bit of uh, common sense here. I mean... If you want, if I wanted to promote a political party, I'd just start up a fake account, a fake name, saying every, you know, you've got to get out there and vote for that Jeremy, and he's amazing. He would, he would be so good as the next prime minister. I'm going to beep out his name. Why? I don't want you saying that. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't mean it. That's all right then. 
we're not in Perda yet. Mind you, unrecorded stuff like this that goes online is there forever. So if somebody listens to this, when we're in that time where you're not supposed to be anything other than balanced, mm. how does that work? I think we're covered, but the radio stations that put this show up will have to be very careful. Yeah, you've been warned. So I, I suggest you listen to this bit. Don't just press play. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, films I've seen uh, this week was uh, Maleficent Part 2 with Angelina Jolie, Mistress of Evil. That's quite good. Is it good? Yeah, what have I seen? Um, can't remember now. I'm halfway through a movie. I should go and watch the rest of it in a minute. Is it any good? What day is it today? It is Friday today. Oh, right. Oh, I've got my TV show tonight. Oh, yeah? Who have you got on? I don't know till I get there. James Whale breaks the news. It's quite good. It's doing really well. Yeah, I was getting, uh, it's getting a lot of uh, comments and things, people taking part live. Did you see The Comedian last week? Yes, I did. Right. Who I think I had on one of my original TV shows. I can't remember, but I mean, he was very. It was just almost like being back there. It if, was, yeah. With, you know, I mean, he was funny. Yeah, more more things like that. A bit of a mm. bit of music. You got music on, haven't you? You got a heavy yeah, occasional yeah. singer. We've, we've got. I think on, on tonight's show, we've got some uh, some some rather rude video. <laughs> I think. I'm not sure. The thing, I, the thing I think I want to see next is uh, a little bit more fluid camera work, as in uh, make the cameras move a bit, make the cameras move around. Mm. One guy on a camera, the rest of that can be fixed, but one guy on a camera, get it, mm. get a bit more sort of uh, flowing. Yeah, um, because there are no cameramen. You realise that? Do you? Yeah, it's automatic. Yeah, yeah. This and this, I was watching BBC News the other day when obviously one of the cameras decided uh, they were all artificial intelligence, presumably. Yeah, they, they work out who's talking yeah. and flick the camera. Yeah. yeah, yeah. well, one camera decided didn't like what was going on and turned the other way. Have you noticed, if, I don't know if you watch Question Time, I suppose you're on, uh, no, it's quite late, mm. isn't it? Uh, yeah, at the I beginning, do. they always have a cameraman that sort of like wanders around the audience. And he mm. always looks like he's pissed because the camera sort of yeah. like tilts to one side and wobbles and falls over. Yeah. And Yeah. Well, there are, I mean, cameramen are a dying breed aren't they because they won't be needed too much in the future mm. and a lot of cameramen and that's another job you get for life so a lot of cameramen are getting on a bit now cameramen can make the show though the way that they film the angle because i they absolutely agree and i i mean a lot of the the trailers i do for my radio show the videos um ash and i do on just on the phone because you can't do like a, a tight shot on, the, on on a face or a zoom into something mm. you're actually holding or whatever. If the cameras are fixed in advance, yeah. then you, you've got yeah. no hope. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, anyway, thank you for that. That's always nice to get uh, constructive criticism. Pillock. One guy on a camera with a cable. That's all you need. Mm. Uh, right, well, where did you get to? Well, we just done films. You were telling us about a film that you've half watched, but you don't know what it's about. Yeah, no, I'll have to go back and find out. <clears throat> I've watched so many... Since I got Netflix, I don't watch terrestrial TV anymore. You must be in the realms of paying for Netflix, then. Yeah, I think I am now. That's how they get you. 30 days free trial, and then uh, mm. then you're hooked, aren't you? I'm not hooked, but, I mean, what is it, 11 quid a month? Yeah. See, I like Stranger Things. That's a Netflix show. That, that, I, that took me years to get into Netflix, but I've started watching that, and that's really good. Well, I haven't started watching any of those series yet because I think I'll get hooked on them and I'll, you know, 
There's a lot on there. I mean, it's surprising how quick these uh, mm. companies... I mean, uh, Apple have got one, and Disney have got one. Disney are, are launching with their new sort of weekly series of Star Wars, which is, <clears throat> looks really... Mm. It's like the budget of Star Wars, but as a weekly show. Think Star yeah, Trek on, on a big budget. Aren't you bored with Star Wars? How can you be bored with Star Wars? Well, I was bored after the first one. It's one of the best factual shows going. Um, anyway, listen, uh, that story about Hugh Grant refusing to shake Sajid Javid's hand. Mm. That is such a... What a week. So why did that even get into the press? I mean, who gives a shit about Hugh Grant? That's what I want to know. He annoyed me with that what? phone hacking scam thing. Who, Hugh Grant? Yeah. Just went on and on and on and on about it. Yeah. I just had this call, actually, just before we... Uh, I've had it a couple of times. Uh, and it's a recorded message from uh, HMRC saying that uh, they're handling my uh, tax fraud case, um, which I wasn't aware I had one, and uh, that uh, they need to talk to me and I need to press one uh, on my keypad now. If I don't do this, then, then I am likely to be arrested at the earliest opportunity. I mean, if I press one, would I get through to a living, breathing human being. Yes, and they and they basically tell you that they've ordered officers to come round your house and arrest you, and, you, and they'll be there within the hour, and uh, you'll be put in jail for two years, and you won't be put in front of a jury, and I think it's an automatic jail sentence, blah, 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 blah. But, but, you can pay your fine right here, right now, mm. using iTunes vouchers, because the HMRC need music. They don't say that. They do. They go, the, the, we, you can pay by iTunes vouchers. You need to go down to the, your local post office or WH Smith's mm. and uh, buy two £500 iTunes vouchers and scratch the number off and give us the numbers and then we can clear your debt. That's the quickest and the only way that you can pay your bill. We don't take credit cards because there are surcharges, etc. on it, blah, 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 blah. But we do take iTunes vouchers, and, and that's what you need to do. So I'll stay on the phone with you while you get in your car. If you terminate the phone call, I'm going to send the police officers around, okay? So keep me on going. Now go down to your local shop, and they do. There's recordings online. You can listen to them. The bullshit they come out with is absolutely amazing. But nobody falls for that. They do. They make millions of pounds. People would just pay a thousand pounds i mean a lot of people wouldn't be paying that much in tax anyway well that's why they say well you haven't been paying your taxes and then they go well, well i have i haven't been paying any taxes i'm employed and I said well then your employers not paid your taxes and but you're the one that's going to get arrested so you need to go down to your local store and buy some itunes vouchers and scratch off the card and give us the voucher codes and then that'll pay for your bill and they do people do it Oh, God. And where do these people come from? Can they not be got? Well, they're obviously from India, aren't they? Why from India? Because it's very hard to track people in India. Well, surely somebody can. Occasionally they do catch the gangs. You see them in the, you mm. know, you know, the newspaper. There's so many gangs doing it. It's just impossible to keep track. And the numbers they're using are spoof numbers. You know, they look like they're phoning from London or Bristol or Glasgow mm. or whatever. But they're just the equivalent of the Skype number. I mean, we've got a number for this show, haven't we? That, uh, I think yeah. it costs us like £20 a year. And we're in Bristol somewhere. Yeah. And it's just a Skype, you know, Skype number. And then if that number gets blocked, they just pay another 20 quid and get another number. God. 
Well, anyway, be warned. I mean, I've had this this particular call. My number must be on somebody's database now. It's the Jehovah Witnesses. They've given your number out. They're not getting anywhere <coughs> with you door to door. So they're thinking, well, I'll get him back by just selling his number to uh, scam artists. They haven't got my number. How would they have my number? Well, I might have given it to them on a questionnaire when I was stopped in the street once. You f***ing well better not. Right, do the questions. I'm going. Okay, uh, Colin Watkins. If you meet Buzz Aldrin, how long do you think it would be before he talked about the moon? Um, I don't know, and I don't care. Rob James, is it true that when you do a degree in politics, you get extra marks for not answering the questions? Uh, Yes, absolutely true. Andy Wood, where is the ditch that Boris is dead in? Uh, He's not. It was a figurative speech. Uh, and if you're too stupid to understand that, maybe you ought not to have the vote. Uh, James Reed, how low does someone's IQ have to be to believe Jeremy Corbyn? Mm, that's an interesting question. I'm glad you asked it. Uh, some people with very high IQs, unfortunately, believe that sort of stuff. Having a high IQ doesn't necessarily mean you have high common sense. Yeah. Uh, Bob Guy... <laughs> Prince Harry used to be a cheeky chappy. What happened? He still is. I won't have anything said against Prince Harry and uh, uh, Meghan Markle. I think they do a great, great job. And I think the media and people should leave them alone to get on with it. I think he just got married. That just happens to people. Mm. With men, when, when they get, get married, married yeah, they just become well, miserable. That, but, you know, he, he has a serious role in life to fulfil. And has really very little choice in it. Uh, the last guy didn't want to do it, who uh, abdicated from the throne, uh, had all kinds of shit thrown at him for the rest of his life. George Ripple, what's life all about? Ice cream. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like going to the cinema and having ice cream. You get all those different mm. flavours. Oh. Yeah, Italian well, with a name like Ripple, it's got to be ice cream, hasn't it? That's true. Hmm. Raspberry Ripple. Yeah. Uh, don't forget you get copies of uh, that autobiography of that very fine broadcaster we uh, we know quite well, James Whale. It's called uh, Almost a Celebrity. Never quite made it. And uh, you can get it from the jameswhaleradio.co.uk website. Get in touch and uh, you can get a signed copy. You have to have a slash in the shop, though. I beg your pardon? It's at jameswellradio.co.uk forward slash shop. Oh, right. A toilet working? Our toilet is working. I'm putting a new toilet in next door for the florist. That's my next project. Oh, good. Good. Right, that's it, isn't it? Well, that, yeah, there was a little pause there for some reason. <clears throat> well, I, I just thought, have we finished? I never know whether we've finished or begun on this. Uh, so, okay, we're uh, we're out of here. And um, uh, and thank you very much indeed. Get in touch, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Uh, let us know what you think and uh, download it from iTunes and put us up again high in the iTunes chart. And if you know anybody who wants to have a, a sponsorship deal with this, get in touch with me, not him. Get in touch with me. I would be the better one to get in touch with, I think. I'm not arguing.
to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason.